Hello out there on Podcast Line, and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions, but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we cry a couple jokes, we give you our insight of the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Adam and Maestro. Hi, I'm Adam. Yes, he is, and I am Maestro. What is that? Is that purple stuff? It's purple drink. Oh, snap. <laughs> this week, we're watching, <laughs> I picked this movie, 1991's Nothing But Trouble, because we haven't seen like a ridiculous fucking movie like this in a long time. Yeah. So I figured, what the hell? I, I didn't know we were getting into this kind of ridiculous movie. <laughs> yeah, because I had no say in this one. Yeah. I knew, I knew, I knew for sure. Adam never heard of it. I wasn't sure if Maestro. Actually, I've never of it. heard of it. This yeah. is my first time watching. Oh it, yeah, this is a movie I grew up watching. So we're watching 1991: Nothing But Trouble. Let me hit you with the normal, you know, fit segue. Then yeah. we'll jump into the movie. Fantastic. This movie was directed, written, and produced by Dan Aykroyd, and it stars Chevy Chase, yeah. Dan Aykroyd, Demi Moore, John Candy, Taylor Negron, amongst others. You forgot John Candy and Dan Aykroyd. Yes. <laughs> they have multiple roles. Uh, let me do a brief synopsis. We'll go from there. A businessman finds he and his friends the prisoners of a sadistic judge and his equally odd family in the backwoods of a bizarre mansion. I ask this every week. Have you guys ever seen this movie before? No. And I would have been fine keeping it that way. <laughs> you know, I feel like I honestly don't remember the movie, but uh, I do. Okay. Which means you might have seen it as a kid? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. But I don't. But it still was fresh for me. So it was I was like a punishment no. of some kind. You no, gra- you were grounded. If I was grounded, you wouldn't like my punishments. Oh. They were pretty bad. I grew up watching this movie. My uncle is a barber, and he knows. My uncle to this day knows. Like, if you need like a hookup in anything, he probably has had a client who sat in his chair who can hook you okay. up with anything, right? So he knew a cable guy in nineteen. 19- he can't get in trouble, this, right? Like oh, twenty-seven years later, sure. five years. <laughs> okay, and this is murder. Did he kill the guy? No, no, no. <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean, like, isn't like statute of limitations five years for oh. most crimes? Yeah, yeah. So uh, in like ninety ninety-one, one of his clients was a cable installer, and he hooked my uncle and my grandma up at their different because he didn't live with my grandma anymore. Mm-hmm. At my grandma's house and his house with free cable, free HBO, free Cinemax, for all that stuff. Oh, nice. So we had free HBO for like three years. Oh, yeah. I can't get trouble for that. Yeah. <laughs> and Nothing But Trouble was on HBO all the time when I was a little kid. It was like on rotation all the time. I grew up watching this. Clue was on rotation on HBO oh, a lot. All right. This makes mm-hmm. sense now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Clue, Clue makes sense. Yep. And probably both for the same reason, though. They're probably really <laughs> cheap to buy. Yes. Because Clue wasn't big until later. But yes. It, but it was, wasn't big at all. But it was also big because of, was it, wasn't it the reason why? Is because it was the first like VHS or... Oh, yeah. I remember I told you that story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Clue. That's right. Uh, yeah. It's, um, it was the first movie on VHS to be less than like 50 bucks at one point. That's right. So everyone just bought it because, hey, it's less than 50 or it's less than 40, whatever. Might as well buy it. Keep it in the collection. It, sound, it sounds crazy now. Yeah. But I mean, that's what like Blu-rays were when they first came out. Mm-hmm. In fact, some of them still probably are. Yeah. How so? Like collectors, do, like yeah, you get the box set. Like maybe the Friday the Thirteenth collection, Adam, forty bucks on Blu-ray. You get all twelve of them. Twelve <laughs> movies for forty bucks. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, so nothing but trouble. This movie. Oh my! Watching this movie, I haven't seen this movie in a long time. I think the last time I saw this movie, maybe five, ten years ago. I haven't seen it in a long, long time. This movie was free on YouTube. That's where I watched it. Okay. That's always a bad sign. Yep. Because nobody wants, nobody's fighting to take it off. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a clean version because sometimes they'll put. I remember 
like five years ago, I saw The Rock on the the movie with The Rock oh, okay. on YouTube for free, but they fucked with the audio, so which allowed oh. him to be on there. So Sean Connery is like, "Yes, welcome to The Rock." Like that, it became very high pitched. Like, "Welcome to The Rock," like that. Ah, so they <laughs> so they tweaked the audio and they kind of slowed the pace down so they can legally keep it up there. Yeah, this was a clean cut of. Just how I remember it. Okay. okay. Clean yeah. cut and nothing but trouble. Yeah, they, they do that because they, they have like automatic scanners. They, mm-hmm. they, they comb the interwebs. So if the, if the frame rate matches the original or the audio matches the original, uh, like we did a, we did a thing for Game of Thrones on, on, uh, Rap Productions and I used the intro music and I got flagged and taken down. Like, that's not your music. Like, it was like, played five seconds at the beginning. <laughs> like, it's not yours. Do you own it? No? Oh. All right. Just gotta take that video down. So I guess no one complained uh, right. from uh, wherever Universal. There's no algorithm or... for nothing but trouble. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you guys are probably like, wow, what the fuck's going on with Dan Aykroyd? He wrote the first Ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah. So he has <laughs> skill, or he did at one point have talent to write a competent movie. I, I'm having, I had a lot of the same feelings watching this as I did with the uh, Master of Disguise. Oh, no. We're just like, this made it through rounds and rounds of rewrites. And and the, and these are the takes that they and wanted this, to keep. This was what was left on the cutting room yeah, floor, right? Like this, this, this is them trying their best to make a movie. <laughs> uh huh. Like holy crap! I was just, I was just wondering, like, how the fuck did you? Because before we recorded, Adam, you asked, like, where in their careers was this? This is nineteen ninety one, right? Demi Moore is the only one, like, that made that sort of, sort of in her, like, go, coming into her peak. Yeah, because she did Ghost, and then she did this right after. So after Ghost, she was like, yeah, I'll, I'll do nothing but trouble. Candy's already a legend at this point. So is Chevy Chase. So is Dan Aykroyd. I don't, I don't understand how this happened. So how the fuck did John Candy read the script and go, yep, I'm in. I'll dress like drag. Well, to be fair, John Candy had minimal lines and minimal... Well, I know, I know. Well, John Candy as John Candy <laughs> was, was, had a very small role in this. Uh-huh. And even those parts that he wasn't there, I felt like he... It looked like he didn't want to be there. Like, or his character was just so like... Aloof or whatever that uh-huh. he wasn't there. John uh, Chevy Chase also looked like he didn't want to be there. He 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 always looks the same to me. Chevy Chase. Yeah, <laughs> he got the same kind of attitude that I seen in, in other movies of his. You know who really crushed their role? Taylor Negron, the the Brazilian, the guy Brazilian. <laughs> I felt like he was really trying his best to to be a Brazilian. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He, he nailing the sister. The sister. I, I yeah. felt like they were really putting hundred percent effort in. Yeah. And everyone else was kind of like, eh. mm-hmm. yeah. They were the only characters that had any kind of substance to them. <laughs> everyone else was just kind of there, uh-huh. or ri- too ridiculous. I mean, even even that Brazilian couple was really ridiculous in a lot of ways. But th- they were uh, probably the most believable <laughs> <laughs> yeah. actors in the entire movie. Uh-huh. Oh, that's really sad. Uh-huh. <laughs> so know, I was thinking about this. There's a possibility that maybe the reason why they are in this movie is because they lost a bet. Hmm. No, Taylor Negron. He was well. He died last year. He he was a character actor, so he would pop up in roles like this. Yeah, uh, are we talking about Chevy Chase and John Candy? Yeah, I mean John Candy. Prob- John Candy. Well, probably because Dan Aykroyd. There's something in trivia why Chevy Chase signed up. So I'll wait for that. Okay. To, to yeah, say I, I feel like this is Dan Aykroyd. Like, let me make a movie, guys. And they're like, "Oh, we're your friends. We can't say no." All right, we'll do your movie. <laughs> and uh, but I still Dan Aykroyd. I can't wrap my mind around Dan Aykroyd writing this. I'm thinking and thinking, this is gonna be great. He's like at the typewriter every day, like, like, oh man, oh, and there's gonna be two babies. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, you just typing the typewriter, the, the baskets in the corner with no nothing crumpled up and thrown yeah. inside of it. 
<laughs> everything makes it onto the page. <laughs> His agent was probably like, I don't know, Dan. Yeah. Two babies that can talk. Hey, they also <laughs> said a movie with ghosts wouldn't work. And right. I made that work. Oh, my Damn God. Damn it. <laughs> They're like, all right, keep writing. Probably the same costume designers <laughs> that, that made some of the ghouls in uh, Ghostbusters. Like there, the, the people that made Slimer, uh, the same people that made these two babies. babies. Yeah, there was a joke on Family Guy. I remember where uh, they talked about Steve. It was either Simpsons or Family Guy. They talked about Stephen King, how like he's running out of ideas. So they cut to it must have been Family Guy because they said this is worse than Stephen King. Yeah, it was Family Guy because okay. they had to do that. Then, then they cut to whatever they're referencing. Right. It was Stephen King in his like agent's office, like pitching a story idea, and he's looking around. He's like, and then the lamp comes alive. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and the agent was like, how much money do you need? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was definitely Family Guy. <laughs> Yeah, and then it was South Park did the uh, Rob Schneider thing. Rob Schneider is the stapler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that one. Good oh, Lord. Wow. So this movie, I'm going to love this episode. Okay. Because <laughs> I know you absolutely hated it. Maestro might have secretly liked this one. I'm trying to, well, this is the thing about it, though. You love it. Oh, Hollywood. I fucking love this movie. <laughs> yeah. Not not in the sense that it's a good movie. It's just I grew up watching it. Okay. And it's like, yeah, I, I remember this. Oh, okay. And in, watching it again. <laughs> I was like, fucking John Candy, dude. The great John Candy. I, I fucking love John. Growing up, I loved him. Oh, yeah? He was Uncle Buck, Planes, Trains, Automobiles. Like, all my favorite comedies as a kid, growing up, had John Candy. And just seeing him in this, I'm like, oh, you poor bastard. <laughs> see, I, I didn't poor bastard. I didn't see too many of those earlier movies with, with all those with all the greats. Like, uh-huh. the John Candys or the, or the Chevy Chase, even. Uh, I saw more Bill Murray than anybody else. Okay. But, like... Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of anybody else that I saw. So I, I did see Plane, Trains, Automobiles for a little while. Mm-hmm. But I had the same kind of reaction to that as I had to watching Arrested Development, where it's like, it's too late for me. I can't. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, Go it's, on it's, without it's too, me. It's, it's, yeah. If I would have seen this when it came out, I'm sure I'd like it. But too many things have come out since then that are pretty much this already. Yeah. And so now it's like, okay, I can't. I'm not going to I'm not gonna appreciate it. And that's not fair. So You've I stopped watching far. it. I, I Also, I, see, I think deep down, I wanted... You guys watch this movie? Why? For all those stupid banker jokes? Oh. Yeah. To be like, Jesus Christ. Every time the banker thing came up, I was like, oh, there, here it is. This is why. <laughs> That's why Hollywood likes this movie so much. Uh-huh. They hate bankers in this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, had, I, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. <laughs> because the first... Oh, let's jump into it. Yeah. The first, like, ten minutes are nothing like the rest of the movie. Yes. It's like, it's like a, they're trying to set up a legitimate movie. <laughs> And then it becomes uh, not legitimate at all. The hills have googly eyes. What are uh-huh. those, those those glasses with the eyes coming down? Uh-huh. One of those kind of uh, weird. Oh my god! <laughs> full sentences. I can't, I can't even, full sentences. I can't, I can't. I can't even put in the words. Yes, I can't. So the movie <laughs> it opens with Chevy Chase. He's a, he's he is not a banker, but um, all the characters think that he is. Yeah. Uh, he's a financial advisor who owns a publishing company, and they publish some type of financial newsletter or newspaper, something that helps like brokers like sell gold, buy pork. Like he's one of those guys, right? That's what his publishing company does. Yeah, and he lives in a penthouse in Manhattan, and uh, he's in the elevator. Apparently, he's throwing for a party for himself in his penthouse. It's my party. So that's what I'm guessing. Well, it, 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 that's his party, right? It, it's in his penthouse. Uh, unclear whether he threw it or not. <laughs> okay, uh, but there's a party happening, uh-huh. and uh, he goes to the elevator. It's 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 weird because I, I feel like they're trying to make him a douchebag, but he's maybe his charisma is making it taking away from that somehow. Because mm-hmm. they they make him out to be a real douchebag, kind of. 
But then the way he talks is kind of like, uh, nah, I'm not really into that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, I don't know. I feel maybe that's him in real life. Yeah. <laughs> My mom met him in, 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 oh, yeah? not real life, but she met him. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and she said, like, he had this vibe, like, like he, like, he thought he was better than everybody. Oh, no. And then you hear all the stories on community and all this stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's Chevy Chase. Mm-hmm. That's too bad. Mm-hmm. So he's in the elevator of this uh, apartment building, and Demi Moore's in there, and she just, like, starts breaking down crying. She's like, oh, I have to make it to Atlantic City, and my boyfriend. I was watching this with, my, with Sarah, my wife. Mm-hmm. She rarely watches the movie we watch, but I put it on on the on the fire stick on TV, Okay, and she was just on her phone next to me, and she was overhearing what Demi Moore was saying, because like you, Adam, she just thought... Okay, this is going to be a road trip. Is she going to Atlantic City? What kind of adventures are going to have? Yeah. She was saying, she told me, is, is the person, cause we're led to believe like they were dating, right? Like she's like Demi Moore's a lawyer and then she's, um, she's dating some guy. She's dating some guy who sounds like a real estate developer. Yeah, exactly. Who fucked her out of a deal. Yeah. She's like, do you think they're talking about Donald Trump? And I was like, <laughs> well, he owned casinos in Atlantic City and he was big in the early 90s. That's true. Fucking makes sense. Okay. Yeah. And in she, my, so in my mind, I'm just like. And she's young and hot. Yeah. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm like, yeah, she's trying to go to Atlantic City to beat Donald Trump. Okay. Our, our future uh, lord. Right. <laughs> overlord. Yeah. Our future overlord. <laughs> So he's like, hey, why don't you come up to my party? And she's like, I don't know. We'll see. And she goes. And then we meet. Uh, well, she, she's crying, I think, for some other reason. And then she she finds an article that Chevy Chase has on his thing that's saying your boyfriend's screwing you over. Uh-huh. So, oh, yeah. That's right. In his in his own publishing. Yeah. So then she goes to the party to kind of apologize and, I guess, return the newspaper that she, she stole from him. Uh-huh. And she asks for a ride to Atlantic City. Yeah. At first, she's pretty much like, can I just have your car? Dakota, like, right? She had that vibe, like, can I just borrow your car? Yeah, that's exactly what she was Com- doing. Complete stranger. Yeah, I know we just met, but uh, can I borrow your car? It's your guy <laughs> in the penthouse. What? Why? Yeah, and then he sees an opportunity. Hey, I might get this chick. Uh-huh. I'll drive you. Yeah, and then we meet the Brazilians. Oh my god, these guys. the Brazilian couple. Well, they're siblings. Their names are Fausto and Ronaldo, and Taylor Negron is Fausto. And these two, like we said in our intro, were fucking selling it. Yeah, Chris, <laughs> they were so over the top. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> he calls them Brazilianaires. Yeah, and they <laughs> and they overhear that uh, they're going to go to Atlantic City, so they're like, "Oh, Chris, can we come along too? Yeah. Are you going to ride? I love rides. Just going to ride. We're going to the Hamptons. We'll be here in the morning." I'm like and, what? No. And he not. goes, "Yeah, be here at 12. <laughs> yeah. No, we leave at twelve. So, and she's like, "Why are you inviting them if you don't want them to go? They they wake up at two, so we'll never see them again." Right. <laughs> what? Not so much. Chris. Yeah. I want to meet someone new named Chris and I want to just call him like <laughs> Chris. <laughs> so uh, it's the next day and he's fucking tore up, like hung over from his own party, Chevy Chase. Yeah. And he's pretty much like, I don't know if I can take this trick. So the guy who works there, the guy who works there, the guy who took his car keys. Yeah. That's Dan Aykroyd's brother, Peter Aykroyd. Okay. He, he seemed weird. Like he didn't belong here. Yeah. Well, that's his brother. Yeah. So, well, also because he's the valet guy. He's wearing like a t-shirt. <laughs> He's that, wearing a t-shirt with suspenders over it. Yeah. I'm like, what? This is the guy getting your car for you? Because in these stuffy, like, New York apartment buildings, all the workers are wearing, like, full, like, tuxes and suits. Right. Like, hello, Mr. Thorpe. And oh. not only that, but he, like, he's, he's like, peeling around corners <laughs> to bring the car up, like, with no caress at all. Uh-huh. I'm like, all right, this guy's a horrible valet. Mm-hmm. But, all right. 
So Dan Aykroyd's like, I don't know if I can do it. You know, just tell her, you know, I couldn't make it. And the elevator door's open, and there's Demi Moore looking yeah. smoking hot, dude. I wish mm-hmm. I don't know if she was with Bruce at this point. Yeah, uh, yes, I'm gonna say yes. But God damn, <laughs> Dem- I forgot how hot young Demi Moore was. Yeah, because even now she's still hot. Yeah, but like Jesus, this era, the Ghost era, holy Wait, shit, she's hot. Didn't she do something else? Was it called uh, what, striptease or something like that? Striptease. Yeah, that, was, that was a few years later. Oh, a few years later. Okay. Even GI Jane, she's fucking hot. Bald. Yep. Bald. Fucking ripped when she's doing those one arm pushups. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Yep. 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 A few good men. I remember liking mm-hmm. that quite mm-hmm. a bit. Yep. Oh boy. You okay there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's really fine. <laughs> so yeah, she's got she's got this um I guess is this a romper? I keep hearing the word romper oh, being tossed yeah, around. The, the one piece yeah. thing she's is, wearing. Is that what this yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so she's wearing a romper. I just learned what that was like like last There's week. There's men rompers now. Yes. Yeah. That's that's how I learned what this thing was. Mm. Somebody was talking about, hey guys are wearing rompers now. I'm like, huh, that's crazy. <laughs> What's a romper? <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, they're, dr- they're driving out, and the Brazilians are there waiting for him, like, Chris, yeah. we're here. <laughs> and they're like, shit. So they're driving, and they, uh, they're trying to have a picnic. And the, the, the Ronaldo is bitching a storm, like, Chris, why don't you pull over? We need to have our picnic. Yeah, so they're eating in the car. They're on the New Jersey Turnpike. And this, from what I'm told, the New Jersey Turnpike from Manhattan is one straight shot to Atlantic City. Like, it's... Oh. it's you just stay on this, and you're there in like two hours. Okay, that's what I've been told. Okay, so they want to take up a fucking side route off the New Jersey Turnpike. They're in Jersey. I'd, I've heard the stereotypes of Jersey that it's a shitty place, that it's a shithole. Okay, but what fucking scenic routes are you going to see off the New Jersey Turnpike? The the Jersey Turnpike is just like an industrial road that trucks go down to get to Jersey. Huh. I don't know where they're going. But anyway, he takes we them off. We need to have our picnic. We need to have our picnic, Chris. So they, right. they go off the side road, and he's rocking a GPS. I didn't know they had GPSs in the cars in, in the no, early 90s. I didn't. I had no clue. Yeah. Well, the cell phone, the cell phone I remember that being a yeah, thing. Yeah, I do remember the phone being in there. But GPS, no. Those, we used to tell Thomas guides. Yeah. But, but then again. But then this guy's like a, a banker. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I can't. No. They couldn't have GPS back then. I don't know. Well, whatever. If, Let's if, focus if it's, on the peak. If, okay. if, if, if it did exist, like someone like this guy would own one. Yeah, that's true. So they go... F- through like the small town Valkenvania, and it looks like <laughs> it looks like they just drove onto the set of like a of like a Wild West show. Okay, just yep. just with a road with a yellow line down the street. Yeah, and they they, they pass through a red stop, a red stop, a, a stop sign. A stop sign. Red. They do a, a do Cal- they do a California, it's a California right roll. turn? Yeah, California roll, California roll. And then the the cop sees him, and we find out that's John Candy. So the cop turns his lights on. And but not not until like for like five minutes. Yeah, not to like get out of town. Yeah, he lets him go down a little bit to get back on that road. Yeah, jurisdiction, highway patrol. Well, what what's weird is Demi Moore's like, "Why don't you pull over?" And then fucking Taylor DeGrand's like, "Let's see how fast this thing can go, Chris." Yeah. They're like egging him on to outrun a cop. He's like, "Sure." Yeah, he's like, "No, it's just like a local cop. You can outrun him in this BMW." <laughs> I'm like, okay, all right, I'm gonna do it. So he floors it. He's like, "I can get up to 120 in this thing." Like. Nowadays, is not that big a deal. Yeah. But back in 91. Yeah. Whoa. Right. Oh, boy. And Condi- Candy flips a button, and then his car can go fast, yeah. too. Yeah. He hits the Nas. Uh-huh. So now he's got the turbo boost. Catches up to him. And then he flips a switch, also, that creates a detour off the road uh-huh. to turn off into some dirt road area. And they're on the road that's owned by trucks. They're like they're trying to swerve around the trucks, and John Candy goes on the on his microphone or whatever. What is that? CB thing? radio. C- yeah, and he and he's like, "Sir, these trucks own this road. 
So they're finally going through, going through, going through, and they think they can get away. And then John Candy's cousin, that chick with the the other deputy, with, yeah. with, she's rocking an AK-47 just pointing at him. Yeah. Not standard issue. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what's going through your mind right here? Are you like, why, why the fuck is he trying to outrun a cop? Yeah. That, that so was right weird. now this is still a normal movie. Yeah. In it, your mind. It's, it's weird, but it's, I'm starting to think, okay, this is where it's heading with a nothing but trouble type of thing where he, he's going to play a Ben Stiller type person. Uh-huh. They can't do anything right or messes everything up and is constantly mm-hmm. just getting screwed. Okay. And that that's what I'm thinking we're leading with nothing but trouble. Okay. Uh, wow. <laughs> my well, Quite first, a detour mm-hmm. off of that road that I was on. My first impression was which one is the one that's nothing but trouble? It's like it's idle. Is it sectioned off of one person specifically? A- apparently, it's it's based off Chevy Chase. Yeah, I know, but I thought apparently it's based off on Chevy Chase. But oh, I that one throwaway line. Yeah, there's yeah. one throwaway line yeah. which they titled the entire movie after. The meme was like, "You're nothing but trouble." Hmm. And that's all it was meant to be—just a throwaway line. Mm-hmm. But no, that's, that's a title. What I read when I was looking up stuff on IMDb, the working title was Valkenvania. And then they changed it to nothing but trouble. I think that was a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Valkenvania would have gotten less seen. <laughs> <laughs> nothing but trouble. Nothing to lose. That's one I liked. I like nothing to lose. How? That Which was, was uh, that was Tim Robbins and uh, Martin, Martin Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah. That's a f- I like that, that one. one was that was real funny. fun. I never watched that one, so I don't know. Yeah. Man. Yeah, it's a funny comedy. It's good. Okay. I'll take your word for it for now. Yeah, Tim Robbins in that role. He, 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 he does good in comedy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do it enough, but when he does it, I think he does well. Yeah, it works. Yeah. So John Candy tells him, uh, I'm not going to write you up for the chase, but you ran through a red light. I'm like, what the, yeah, what the every- fuck? <laughs> I like, that's way more dangerous yeah. than going through a, a stop sign. I think the reason why is based upon jurisdiction. Small cities, if you don't get them in the right area, you can't book them. But this is Vulcanvania. Well, not, I'm led to believe of the whole not, area. Is yeah. it the whole thing? Yeah, I, that's I wasn't apparently believe that because like otherwise, why would he have left let them ride for so long? Why would he before he actually turned the lights on? You know, why did he have the offs that switch to switch the dirt, the dirt road? Oh, I guess he needed to go a certain to a certain area. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Doesn't matter. So he tells him <laughs> uh, whatever. So John Kennedy says you got to follow me and you got to meet the 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 Shire, the the judge. Yeah, and he'll sentence you. So. They follow him, and they go through... This. Which, which is also kind of weird. Yeah. To let them get back into their car. Yeah. But I guess in the 90s, that was that a thing? No, that was not a thing. You don't get back in the car. They take you regardless. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, so you're under arrest, basically, but follow us. Uh-huh. Okay. So the, so I know you just tried to outrun us, <laughs> but get back in your car. But now this chick has an AK. Yeah. They're not going to try anything here. So they go to uh, the Shire's residence. So now... John Candy has to press a button to lower the bridge. So this is going to come into play later on in the movie. Yeah. This bridge. Okay? Remember, keep the bridge in your mind. Okay. So he presses a button and the bridge lowers and then they drive in and they're driving through like, it's pretty much like a landfill. Like, it's like a hoarder's like wet dream. Yeah. Like it's stacks of like toasters and statues and clothes and all this stuff. It's what you imagine a city being after like a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Stacks of things. Maybe they used to be a barrier of some kind, but Uh now they're not. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Or maybe this is where the foot trains uh, when they're trying to take down the Ninja Turtles. Mm -hmm. What? And the throw and the the one-liners. Junkyard. It's a junkyard. Yes. The one-liners that Chevy Chase has in this movie are so fucking... I I hated the one-liners. I hated when they ADR'd them in. I... I, uh, 
<laughs> Most of the lines, they're not even funny. They're just like, exactly. Uh, what do you call them? Observations of uh-huh. things that's happening around them. Like Demi Moore reads a sign that says, no cussing, and he goes, shit. Yeah. Where's, where's the laugh? Okay. There, I only laughed once during this whole scene. It was when they're driving by and you see all the flipper uh, dolphin statues. Yeah. And Chevy Chase goes, oh, so that's where they buried Flipper. And the Brazilian heirs are like, Flipper's dead. <laughs> I, I actually laughed. I, I feel like they were trying to make their version of a naked gun where everything's ridiculous and the lines are... But naked gun was, I think, a clever. But no, no, no. Naked gun's a different type of comedy, though. Yeah, no, but I feel like that's what they were going for. As far as all the one-liners, those are oh, naked okay. gun type of one-liners. Okay. They throw it in there. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, but not done well. Yeah. <laughs> So they go into the house, and it looks like the Adams family house, sort of, sort of, like, okay. like a rundown version of that house. Yeah, I'll go with that. And they mixed it with like Clue. Yeah, it's like the Clue house mixed with the Adams family house mixed with um, the Psycho house. Like it's all three of those in one. Okay. So they go and they yep. they go in front of the judge, and uh, they the judge comes out, but the way Dan Aykroyd is shooting the movie, he's shooting it so you don't see his face. <laughs> What's the point? Because he wants the big reveal when you see this old man to be like, "Whoa!" That, that was. <laughs> now I, this I, is where it starts getting ridiculous, right, yes. Adam? Yeah, absolutely. So this is where you're thinking. This is the door opens into the ridiculousness here. Yes, and then every step you take forward is just another. Gets, like, what wait. is? Hold on a second. The door opened to ridiculousness here. Yes. yes. Not at the AK-47. No. Not at the keys. No. Up until that point, it's just. It's still like. A movie that you think you know what? Yeah, it's it, it's a certain type of comedy that those rules are allowed in. Uh-huh. And then this happens, and now we're in a whole different world. <laughs> yeah, and that, that is weird the way that they shot it though, because they they were trying to hide his face for for longest time because they want to do that reveal shot. Yeah, but it, there's nothing to reveal. It's just what it was just Dan Aykroyd in makeup. Yeah, who in cares? old man makeup. No, if it, if it was With like a penis nose, if it was like a black dude or something, uh-huh. a giant black dude like Shaq back there, then uh-huh. then okay. But it's just just an old an old dude. But remember, this is his movie, dude. He's shooting it like I, my first scene where you first see me. I'm gonna hide it and wham. So they get their IDs, and then yeah. John Candy's like, all he did was run through a stop sign. I recommend post bail and let him go. Yeah, and he's like, whoa, 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 let's go through. And he and he's going through their IDs, and he he sees he sees um, Chevy Chase's. And here's the first of the banker jokes. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, who's Christopher Thorne? He goes, I am, sir. Thorne, Publish- Thorne Financial Publishing. And he goes, okay, banker. And he goes, no, no, I'm no banker. Thorne Financial, we we, we review uh, stocks and everything. Yeah. And then he goes, okay, banker. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that line was fine. Uh-huh. That, was, that, that was funny. Well, mainly because you thought of me. Yeah. Okay. But also the same kind of, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was, it's just the, like, uh, how people try to explain their things. Like, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a pre-press specialist. So you draft design. Well, I check all the files first before they get to the printer. I make sure they're right. And then they go to plate so that they can print. What is the position called? Pre-press specialist. Pre-press specialist. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Just, yeah, exactly. Okay. Because it doesn't, it's not a real thing. Like a uh, sanitation engineer? Exactly. Oh, you're a garbage man. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, <you>, uh, stewardess? <laughs> no, no, I'm a flight attendant. I take things and distribute chips on a plane. Stewardess. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fine. And Dan Aykroyd reveals himself. And he's supposed... According to Wikipedia, he's supposed to be 106 years old. He fought in World War One, Lost his leg in the war. Uh, his face looks like it's like melting. 
Yeah. Like it's a melting ice cream cake. Yeah. He has the, the nose. It looks like a penis. Yeah. I don't know if you caught that. Like it, it, it I, had I, the now, shape. Now that you mention it, yes. And the property. I, I so didn't think of it one. at the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, oh, Matt. So, so, so is he thinking this is a hilarious getup that I have on? Yes. As He's thinking as, this is gold. As soon as somebody looks at this face, they're going to be like, oh, that's hilarious. Oh, that's my God. It's Dan Aykroyd. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, 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 that Dan. Mm-hmm. That's what he, That's what's going through his Wait, mind. Hold on a second. Who in your in your whole life, who has actually acted like that towards anybody? That's, oh, what, yeah, that's, oh, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's why it's ridiculous. That's, oh. that's the reaction I think he's going for. Yeah. But nobody's ever going to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty nope. sure that's what he's trying to do. It hurts. It just so, hurts. Oh, so Chevy Chase, he's too much of a, like, a smart ass to the judge. So the judge sentences him. He starts smoking a cigar. Yeah. And uh, he's making like a bunch of smart ass remarks. Yeah. And Demi Moore's trying to talk her, talk them out of this because she's a lawyer. Yeah. Okay. When I was a kid, I never realized she was a lawyer until I watched it again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, she is a lawyer. Holy yeah. shit. So he presses like a button and they open the trap door and they fall into like a pit of like stuffed animals or something. Well, I don't know what that is. It's like the ball pit uh-huh. at McDonald's, but, the, but with like stuffed animals. Yeah, like plastic toys or whatever. It, it, it doesn't make sense. Did you catch the ADR line when they fell in the, in the no, uh, ball pit? No, no, no. no. They, so their mouths are clearly not moving, but it's like where she knocks him out or like she punches him. Oh, yeah. And he goes, what was that for? But you can totally tell his mouth was never moving. Yeah, it's yeah. him trying to like stand up. Yeah. Oh, my. The ADR was really bad yes, in this entire really movie. Bad. So they're stuck down there. And then <laughs> Stephen Baldwin makes a cameo. Uh, yeah. So him and his like trashy fucking friends are, are driving, I guess, to Atlantic City. I guess they're taking the detour as well. Yeah. The, the scenic route. And they get pulled over by John Candy. And they're fucking going, what was like 78 and a 50? Yeah. And John Candy pulls him over. And he's, Steve Baldwin fucking stumbles out of there. Yeah. They're all drunk. They're all doing drugs. Yeah. They're all doing drugs. And he goes, uh, you're going to have to blow. And he goes, blow you? And yeah. She, and his girlfriend's like, I'll blow. And he goes, maybe sometime next century. Yeah. Maybe later. <laughs> Next century. Yeah. And everyone's like, ooh. So Steve Bobble blows the machine and goes, okay, you blew a double drunk over whatever. You're going to have to come with me. And he goes, oh, yeah, copper. And he puts a gun on John Candy. And I love John Candy at this part. He's like, please, no. And he puts an AK next to his head. Don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, right? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But that, that's, that's the extent of John Candy's humor in this movie. Yeah. And uh, so they they go to uh, the they go to the judge. The judge comes out. They're all fucking laughing. All the all the all the drunks and Stephen yeah. Baldwin. Like, oh look at this place we're in. Oh, this place is so old. Oh, look at his face. Oh, look at his face. Uh, yeah. What kind of nose is that? Oh. <laughs> so Dad Aykroyd, he has a bag of crack. They had a whole bag of crack. Yep. Like a sandbag. Yeah. Style bag of crack <laughs> with like guns and knives. And uh, and Dan Aykroyd says it's up to death. Yeah. He straight up says, and you will be sentenced to death and you will be sent to uh, somewhere where your uh, soul will be judged under eternal damnation. And he hits the gavel and they're yep. like, ah, ha, ha, and he presses a button. This whole house, by the way, it's pretty much a giant Rube Goldberg house. Yes, absolutely. You press a button to like do something and then hooks and, and things are flying and to open. Yeah. Every, everything's automated doors. by touch uh-huh. of a button. It's like the Goonies house. It's, it's yes. that. It's the, yeah. Or it's like the Casper house in the oh, basement yes how the the shave the, the the one machine pours the shaving cream right. and then one does it's like the doc blades. brown built this house yes <laughs> this is yes. basically what happened uh-huh. so the, the the drug dealers they get thrown into a roller coaster outside 
and the roller coasters hold on the roller coaster is oh going God. through and it launches them into uh this thing called the bone stripper and that song i still remembered it bone stripper yeah, bah, 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 bah. that song that's playing <laughs> as they're going through the roller coaster okay so this so this machine the so the machine what it does is it rips your bones out of your body i'm guessing right supposedly and then it shoots it out of a of a tube and it hits a uh, a little target. A target. It's makes going, a target on It's going bing, 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 bing. Like yeah. points are being hit. But the way the machine is designed, it looks like it'll just smash you. Yep. It, I, it looks like it wouldn't rip anything out. It, it looks, looks like, like it was made by like on a fifth grade project. It just looks like someone took a, a can of tomato soup and exactly. just put like spiky things around it. Yep. And because they cut it, it in half to make it look like they, they had teeth. <laughs> uh-huh. And then they were smashing it together. Like that's not going to. Sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. It, was so, it was so dumb. So what's going through your mind, guys? When you this scene, the roller coaster bone stripper scene, are you like, uh, what? Yeah, we're, we're officially off the rails. <laughs> and this is only the beginning. Yes. At this point, I check the time. I'm like, oh my god, I think we still got like another forty minutes, or we're not, not. We're a quarter of the way through at this point. I feel like You're, that's like me when I yeah. when we watch these movies. And I'm yeah. like, oh Jesus, there's another hour. Yeah. Oh, how what the <laughs> what? How can they? What are they? Yeah, just the. Um, if, if if the idea is to kill them, why with the roller coaster <laughs> and, the, and, and everything else? It's like fine, put them in a, in a pit to, to be death, mm-hmm. and then that's it. But, but there's no Ro- Rube Goldberg for a pit, Adam. You know, no, nothing makes sense. <laughs> nothing, nothing as far as the way that the house is designed uh-huh. makes any sense whatsoever. Uh-huh. Have you ever wondered this movie reminded you of like certain movies like uh, what Mom and Dad Save the World? Uh, yeah, sort of. I mean, just I mean, like just the graphics and the type of like action, the, and the type of humor war, they're trying yeah, to go yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never saw it. It has John. Lov- it has John Lovitz. I'm oh. acting, <laughs> <laughs> and it has the 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 pedof- pedophile um, Jeffrey Jones, Roman the, Polanski. No, the oh. the dad from Beetlejuice. Okay, the pedophile. He's he's the dad in Mom and Dad Save the. Oh, uh, yeah, I was thinking the, the guy from Doom. <laughs> he said the pedophile. Oh, that guy, the, 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 <laughs> that's a priest, that's a the, that blonde guy? Yeah. No, 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 no. This guy, Jeffrey Jones, he's an actual pedophile. Oh, is that right? He was busted and he had like 13 year old girls porn on his computer. What? Wow. And he hasn't done any movies ever since he's been busted because, you know, he's yeah. a known fucking pederast. Yeah, makes sense. Well, uh, what? Pederast. That's from Big Lebowski. Oh, I never watched He's that a movie. pederast dude. Oh. About, okay. uh, um, what's his name? The bowler? What's his name? Jesus? Yeah. Yeah, John Goodman calls him. He's a pederast, dude. Yeah. God damn it. Because he has to go door to door to say that he's a child, uh, yeah. that he's a sex offender. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so these, so these four, the 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 Brazilian couple and Demi Moore and Trevor Chase, they're essentially in jail, right? Yeah. Yeah. In in this ball pit, they're pretty much in like their version of jail. Yeah, they're they're contained. Yes. In in their version of jail. <laughs> And they get invited up to dinner. By the way, they do have cages. They have cages. We see a cage later on in the movie. Yes. Why not put them in the cage? Well, because the pit's right there. <laughs> it's where the judge is. Yeah. So the uh, they get invited up to dinner. So I guess in, in your jail sentence, you also get dinner. Yeah. And the <laughs> so they're at the dinner table, and uh, the judge comes down from the ceiling in 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 a chair. Yeah, through that, some pulley system, some Rube Goldberg pulley system. Yeah, because he has access to everything in the house, I guess, uh, through the pulleys mm-hmm. chair. Fine. And the dinner table, there's a section in the center that that 
hollows out or it, it, it there's a center that drops and up comes like a toy train system yeah and this train starts moving around and that has like condiments for what they're going to serve as hot dogs yeah and uh, why what huh it, it, uh... and and uh john candy offers demi Moore ants on a log which is essentially celery peanut butter yeah, and, and raisins yeah, and yeah. she looks at it like it's the, she looks at it like the fucking monkey's brains in indiana jones right she's as, like, as if they were like cockroaches on she's it like, something. <gasps> oh god yeah like oh what the humanity well, it's fucking celery well they did think they were <laughs> eating dog <laughs> because the judge said eating hot dog. we're eating dog and yeah. she's like are you serious dog hot dog oh, oh hot oh, dog okay. and Un- then undercooked yeah <laughs> coming down the stairs oh, we yeah. have john candy and drag lady john candy this should have been... What is going through your mind right here at, when you see this? It, the, now it's officially over. <laughs> we, we were off the rails five minutes ago. Now it's officially... I, I, I no longer you care. Can't, you're like, I, I can't with this movie. Yeah. I would have turned it off at that, at that moment. And I had to watch it. That was my turn off moment. Okay. Which I haven't had in a while. Yes. You haven't had that in a long time. Yeah. Because I've, I've been forcing myself to, to endure a lot of these movies lately. Uh-huh. And not... I haven't had the instinct to like I I, I can't I, uh-huh. I I don't I don't care where this goes anymore from this point forward. <laughs> That's why I picked this movie. I do what? Why? No, because <laughs> this is like so ridiculous to talk about. This should have been the reveal type of thing though. Like the the whole oh, what the John Candy dress? Yeah, the, the the Dan Aykroyd hiding behind the books. That was bullshit. This they should have like just had had her walking around and like handing things off, and then eventually you reveal. Oh, it is John Candy. But th- then that would have at least. The, it wouldn't have gotten a laugh, uh-huh. but I would have understood it more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would have understood that kind of reveal more than the earlier reveal. So you know how you said John Candy? It just seemed like he didn't want to be there. Like, he wasn't really trying. Yeah. But as Lady John Candy, he's fucking acting up a storm. Yeah. He, he's as, like, as much as he can without saying a word. As much as he word. can without saying a word because she's mute. Uh, uh, Aldona is her name. Aldona's a mute. But she makes little noises like, hmm. Yeah, which, <laughs> which uh, <laughs> makes me think – I don't think – I think because John Candy doesn't have a good female voice. No, but also I, I, I'm not an expert. I'm not a botanist the, or anything. But if you're mute, I feel like that means oh, you can't you make those sounds either. Oh, okay. Because mm. I feel like that, that, that still comes from the same vocal cord area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel it vibrating in my learning. <laughs> so ridiculous. But, uh, so here, so here we figure. Oh my god! Here we we <laughs> we find out kind of the backstory of what what of what's been happening in this town, right? Uh, so the judge went off to fight in World War One, which is in the nineteen teens. So that tells you how old this guy is, right? So while he was gone, his grandfather was swindled by some banker. Was it Coca Cola? It, it was like it was like Coke or some mining company or so, something yeah. happened where they stripped under the town of Valkenvania and their house. Right. But now it's like somebody drank their milkshake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, yeah, some bank so some banker fucked him over and that that's why he hates bankers. Um so uh yeah, when he comes back from the war, he, the the land is like barren. Like they can't grow anything. It, it, it it's a shithole town now. So the 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 coal that they were mining is worthless now and now it's just one combustible bomb cuz anytime the 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 whatever's under them will go off. Yeah. And there's a scene, I love this, where John Candy, where Demi Moore goes, does he treat his guests this way? And John Candy goes, only 
for guests he has a special fondness for, like bankers. Because <laughs> <laughs> Chevy Chase goes, hey, Judge, did you ever, all the scrap metal, did you ever think of selling it to the Japanese? Maybe couple, maybe make a good couple million? And then, <laughs> I love this, Dan Aykroyd goes, look at that! Does, it ha- does, a, does the Pope wear a hat? And does a banker beg for money? Are <laughs> 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 you like, oh, oh, Matt. You're right. Yeah. Oh, Matt, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> but th- this is another part where I, I was, I was, I was still hoping for something more to come. Uh, How long do you have to go through a movie where you had to hope for something? Yeah, like no, that? I'm just hoping like maybe they'll take it in a direction that's less ridiculous. Uh, th- and I was thinking it was going to go in the in direction of because th- there was a throwaway line that was about the Coke people that, that somebody tried to sell us these Coke things and now it's worthless. It's good for wallpaper. And I was oh, thinking, the the bonds or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was thinking if that's Coca Cola, those bonds are worth millions and they're just so dumb they don't know that yet. Oh. So now Chevy Chase is going to try to tell them about it to use his role as a financial consultant person. Mm-hmm. I can get you all your money. You can have everything you ever wanted again. Just let us go. And then, yes, and then that'll be their way out. But no, it was... Well, the scene later on where, where you find out that they killed Jimmy Hoffa. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I think I see like a bunch of bonds like stapled on the wall. So I think those are the bonds that they, he was talking about. Yeah. Okay. So I'm thinking, okay, that's the direction we're going at least then. It would make sense. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But... No. I don't know what I was <laughs> fooling myself for. Uh-huh. And the, so so the train's going around and watching... The train's going too fast, by the way. <laughs> yeah. You, you can't grab anything. Even the, the girl that lives there, uh, uh, Aladonia. Al, uh, uh, Lady John Candy? Yeah. She's can, she's trying to... Ooh, 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 trying to grab... <laughs> she's trying to grab like a pickle or something. Yeah. And then the uh, the the Brazilians get fed up because a, pin- a pickle gets launched at them from the train. Uh-huh. Oh, that's what finally sets t- Tyler Taylor Negron off. Yeah, he's like, "We gotta go." Yeah, we're out of here. And uh, they they run off and they jump they jump through the glass. Yeah, <laughs> to have no just uh, who that could lead into a pit of spikes. Whatever, we're getting the fuck out of here. So John Candy and and that other deputy is his cousin. They go chase after him, and then Dan Aykroyd, uh, Chevy Chase, and Damian Moore try to escape. But then Aldona grabs them, and they, she, like they lock him up. And uh, when I was a kid, this scene where the Brazilians they have to cross the river. When yeah. I was a kid, I thought it was like toxic waste. I did too. They they said that it smells like Sao Paulo, yeah, <laughs> which is some city in Brazil, which I think is like a poor city. Yeah. And uh, they they cross this river, and then John Candy's waiting for him, and then Tyler Negron's like. Hey, it looks like you need a couple weeks to relax. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, you sure peeled the right banana there. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is supposed to be a funny line or some clever line. Uh, you know, Ackroyd was like, "Oh, they're gonna love this line." I know. So many of these lines, <laughs> I feel like there there was like literal applause applause breaks after the line because they were expecting a reaction uh-huh. and nothing. Mm-hmm. Good God! <laughs> so John Candy helps them escape. And then we never see the Brazilians again until the very, la- like, almost last scene of the movie. Right. So the Brazilians are gone. Yeah. Well, for all you know, they're dead. So, so, uh, <laughs> Chevy Chase and Debbie Moore, they're, they're locked up in this room. Yeah. And, uh, like, things get hot and heavy, and Debbie Moore and her make out, and him make out, and she's like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. So she goes into bed. Yeah, she, she does a weird freak out she, move. She acts, it's like she's drunk. Yeah, there was no, there was no scenes beforehand. <laughs> she falls asleep instantly. Like she's a, she's a knocked out within three seconds. I yeah. wish I could do that. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be great. Nice. And no. they're smoking a cigar, just celebrating. Like, oh man, it's finally good to get away from the family. Meanwhile, for all they know, their Brazilian friends yeah. <laughs> might have been gunned down. 
they're being held captive, uh-huh. and they're just like, all right, well, I guess we'll make the best of this and mm-hmm. have some cigars, which he has in unlimited supply. Yeah. Uh, so they're lying in bed, and then some buttons press, and the bed starts. Yeah, Aldonia, she peeps in through the wall. It's a picture oh, was that John Candy? Of, it was a picture of her. Are you sure it wasn't John Candy? No, it was a picture of the, I think their grandma or their mom or something. Okay. Yeah, and it was it was Aldonia, whatever, looking through. She sees Chevy Chase with the armor around Demi Moore. She gets all jealous, presses a button. Really? That was her? I thought that was just John Candy. Well, it's the same actor. Yeah, yeah same person. <laughs> the, the whole bed rotates and uh, wakes them up. I'm like, what are you doing? They're like, oh, I don't know. And the door opens. So they run. <laughs> so they run. And now, like, the house is trying to kill them. Yeah. Like, like the wall is caving in on him. What, the, what is what is happening? Is so? Do they have security cameras then? Where the, the guys, the the Dan Aykroyd's in the back pressing buttons to activate <laughs> all these traps, or is it all trip wires that they're hitting? I don't know. I really don't know. And he looks so frustrated. It's, it's, it's very frustrating. So the wall's caving in on him, and then they they break. They go into a door, which leads them upstairs. And there's like a safe that that would would have killed them, but they move out of the way. And this is the scene I'm talking about. This, yeah. this is where you see all the people that they've been doing this for years. They have license plates and IDs, yeah, IDs and newspaper clippings. Yeah. So they so they've been like secretly killing like famous people. Like this is where you find out Jimmy Hoffa stayed <laughs> yeah. there. So anybody that was a criminal, they pass through the town, they, they kill them. That's that's the mo. So that means everyone <laughs> took that t- detour. Yeah. Now one person said, "No, I think we should stay on the highway." <laughs> All these people were just nah. I, I'm pretty sure there's a faster way. Yeah, this detour. And maybe everybody wanted to have a picnic. Uh huh. That's what it is. So a picnic. So uh, oh, there's still a lot of time. Adam yeah. just looked at the time. <laughs> oh, there's still some more to talk about. <laughs> so now they 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 so on the wall room. it's criminals and bankers, right? Criminals. And. John Candy lets him out because they're up there, they're trapped, and then you can hear John Candy saying, good luck, slick, and he presses a button. Yeah. And a door opens there, and it's a slide. Yes. So they go through the slide, and Demi Moore goes right, and Chevy Chase goes left. Demi Moore gets outside of the house into the junkyard. Chevy Chase is in the room outside of the judge's house, chambers, his, what, his living quarters. Yeah. And so, it's full of skeletons. What does that mean? What, what what's Does that mean people just escaped and they... And they're stuck there, there. <laughs> and they're all they're all leg bones. It's not like skulls; yeah. or it's all leg bones. That's right. Just a bunch of femurs. <laughs> yeah. So, so the slide goes there for what purpose? Then <laughs> I don't know. That, to, just, to just die in the wall, I That's, guess. <laughs> and th- there's a hole in the wall that you can get out of. So it's like they died. Just what staring at the Dan Aykroyd <laughs> dance around, yeah, and singing, taking his nose off. And there's a peephole so he can look in. And Dan Aykroyd takes his nose off. His entire dick-shaped nose is removed and he takes his wig off and he takes his leg off and he goes to bed. And then he gets called like, Judge, we got a, we got, we got a people speeding. All right, I'll be down right now. So he takes the elevator down. And then yeah. Chevy Chase is looking around. He, he, through the giant hole in the wall, <laughs> he escapes. Uh-huh. Uh, Picks up a femur bone as a weapon. He's looking around. He's just trying to like I don't know what he's looking for. Uh huh. But he finds he finds a gun. And I'm like great. Uh, but then Dan Aykroyd comes back up from his little elevator ride, and he goes, "I'm gonna kill you, you banker." So they fight, and yeah. there's like a sword <laughs> fight, and then there was like gun play. He steps inside the uh, the judge's um, uh, p- uh, piss. Uh, what is it? Um, shit. Latrine. No. Um, it's the metal thing you pee in that hospital uh, bedpan. Bed, bed he steps pan. in his bedpan. Yeah. 
and uh, he Dan Aykroyd escapes, and then he runs into again. I'm sure all this is supposed to be hilarious. It's all supposed to be gold. Okay, in Dan Aykroyd's mind, he's like, I'm gonna fight him, and yeah, I'm gonna be hitting his bedpan on my foot. Get your loafer out of my bedpan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious because. And then he throws his like stuffed skunk at the judge, and he goes whiskers or something. Yeah. I- Again, I don't. He's probably thinking this is going to be gold. <laughs> Chevy Chase runs out and he runs out to Aldona, Aldonia. Yeah, and uh, because they touch, now they have to get married. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the rule of the house. Yeah, whoever. But but, uh, but they already touched earlier. Yeah, but that, that, that yeah, because she grabbed she grabbed the, him by the shoulder to yeah. escort them upstairs. And he goes, the man that touches her is the man she's got to keep. And he's like, oh, God, no. He's like, he's like, please, I just want to go to Atlantic City. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Debbie Bohr is outside, and she's going through the junkyard, and she sees that uh, she, there's a ruckus happening. There's a ruckus. <laughs> she hear voices about, uh, I don't know what they're trying to do. They're trying to make a hammer or something or make a crowbar, bend it. With it's like the old school blacksmith hitting uh, yeah. hitting red hot metal. They're, they're smelting something. Uh-huh. Oh, that's the term? Smelting? Yeah. Well, that's melting. Forging. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're forging that's what something. They're forging. Mm-hmm. And they're – what are they, Adam? Describe what they are. They're giant babies. Like humanoid Yeah, like, like six feet tall, uh, but in the appearance that they were just born. <laughs> They have giant diapers. <laughs> they they're bald except for a few strands of hair that are in a bow. Yeah, the and part, like a like a little man bun off the top of their head. And they're twins, and their names are Bobo and Little Devil. And the the fat suit that they're wearing is uh, so ridiculous. Yes. Is it? Oh my god! <laughs> they, they have a ginormous belly that's bouncing around like uh, crazy. Yeah, and it's it's just nothing about it's it's like you ever you ever watched that TV show from back in the nineties? It was like the dinosaurs. Yes. It's like it's like a dinosaur version suit of a made, big baby. Yeah, made for humans. <laughs> Just so so much rubbery goodness. Uh, so, and they're idiots. Are, are, so are, are they newborns or are they? <laughs> so they're supposed to be like cousins to John Candy. No, they're, they're, the, they're the grandkids. They they they're referenced to as grandkids, which means that Aldonia but, had to have them. At some no, point. no, no. Aldonia is also a grandkid. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he goes. He goes. Please warm my granddaughter's heart. Oh, okay. And that means John Candy and the other deputy chick. So they're all grandkids. So what the fuck happened to their parents? Oh, did they? Were they sentenced to death? Yep. <laughs> that got thrown to the bone stripper. Yeah, they were. They were stripped of all their bones. <laughs> <laughs> and they were turned into femurs. Uh huh. So <laughs> all femurs. Aldonia, Aldonia, Aldonia catches. Uh, Demi Moore, and she's gonna throw her into like some lava pit. It's like a it's like a hole that goes straight into the mine. Yeah, full of fire. So the <laughs> so the two babies are like, no, 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 we want to play with her. So so John Candy, fucking John Candy, must be strong as fuck, dude. To lift <laughs> to lift Demi Moore straight over her head. Well, like she's got to be all like eighty pounds at that. Time. I know, but still, yeah. I'm sure they used. But she was also picking up. He was also picking up Chevy. I got to use the right pronoun there. Yeah, John Candy as yeah <laughs> a <laughs> woman. Picked up Chevy Chase like nothing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. John, Chev- Can- yeah. John Candy must have been fucking strong, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like. Aren't, like, big guys, like, naturally just strong? Even, like, aren't they just, just naturally, like. Well, it depends. I mean, like, if you think about it, John Candy uh, does a lot of, like, active action yeah. when he does his comedy. 
you look at a person that just loves around all the time. The only thing like you a Frankenstein's gay. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you ever seen them try to walk? And you see John Candy walk. See uh-huh. the difference? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one like literally spreads their legs out to the point where they're like barely mm-hmm. making. I'm stomping around. Like, yeah, that's the point. All right. Um, so we can see you. Oh, that's great. All right. Yeah. yeah. Chris Farley was also yeah, very but, mobile for yeah, his size. Very, yes. Right. Remember Hollywood Ninja? Yes. <laughs> Beverly, <laughs> Beverly Hills, Hills Ninja. Ninja. Uh, sorry. Same yeah. thing. How dare you? No, no. no, no. There's no daring there. <laughs> so the babies convince Aldonia, duh, we're, we're going to play with her. And she like points at him like, like yeah. all right, but yeah. you have to watch over her. Yeah, don't lose her, I think is what they. Yeah. Is what the point meant. Yeah. So they're like. Playing goldfish, go fish, or something. Like blackjack. No, they're playing a game where they have to cover the jack. I've, I've played this game before. I don't remember what it's called. I think it's called hide the jack. Did you know Dan Aykroyd was also one of the babies? <laughs> I, okay. I, I, I wasn't well, sure if you knew that. I knew once I got to the ending credits. Oh, <laughs> I, I didn't know at the time. Oh, you actually went through the credits. Well, it was it was a visual credit. So it was. Uh, they were, what did you call they were playing uh, a song. They're playing the digital underground song, oh, okay. which is a nice transition because the other deputy she called in saying oh, hey, we, right. we got people speeding and it's digital underground. This is an actual band? Yeah. People? I've never heard of them. Yeah. You, and do the Humpty Hump. Oh, and do I've heard the Humpty Hump. That's Digital Underground. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they so they're so that means they also took the same fucking detour. No one's taking the fucking main road. Adam, if I told you <laughs> if I told you, hey, let's go to downtown LA right now. How would you get there? You'd hop on the Meteor Boulevard all the way. <laughs> no, well, you would hop on the sixty, right? Yeah, yeah and 60. then you're like, okay, let's take the sixty until it becomes a ten. Oh wait, the six hundred five is coming. You know what? We better get off on Whittier Boulevard at six hundred five and take that all the way. No, you wouldn't do that. Yeah, you would stay on the goddamn road. Yeah, there's no way. So Digital Underground took the same scenic route, and Digital Underground gets out, and they're they're. They tell the judge, we're musicians. And he goes, all right, bring all your instruments out and perform for me. So they do the All Around the World song with All Around the World. And did you notice who was in the band in their group wearing a Yankees jersey? No. Did you two notice? No. Uh A young Tupac Shakur. Is that right? He was in Digital Underground before he went solo. I did not know He's that. He's the guy doing the voice going, Old man, in trouble. You probably just were tuned out at that point. Yeah. 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 Tupac's. I couldn't believe this is a real band. <laughs> yeah. They were so ridiculous. Oh, you thought it was made up. Yes, movie? I thought it was made up to be funny. No. Oh, this my is God. a real group. I was not into hip-hop back in the day, and they did, to, to this day, not so much. They did the Humpty Dance team. Oh, my God. In this song. These are only two Because songs the voices did sound familiar as they were rapping, but I thought they, they were doing I that I want to go to the party to get naughty. Yeah. 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 And the guy had glasses with a, a fake nose on. Is that <laughs> yeah. was that an actual that's thing? thing? Yeah. Oh that's my! Thing. God. That's what he would wear on stage or in the music videos too. That's why I thought for sure this was made up. Like, what? Why would that be a real thing? Or the the the, the keyboard player? He took off his sunglasses and there's yeah. another pair yes. underneath. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like this, they're 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 doing stereotypical hip hop things for and like that's like that's that's too much. It's too much. Uh huh. But I guess this is how it all started. All the hip hop fads, mm-hmm. digital underground. Oh my god! <laughs> and uh, so he, uh, so the judge also plays his uh, organ. Yeah, and they're digging it, and they're digging it. So they're like, "Woo!" And those chicks start dancing, grinding up on the judge. Yeah. So he goes, oh, "Okay, now it's time for your sentence." He's like, "Move forward." So they step on the thing for the bone stripper. He goes, "I sentence you clear. Uh, you are free to go." And he yeah. goes, "But wait a minute!" So he tells him to wait for a second, and he he talks to Chevy Chase, and he says, uh, "I want you to marry my granddaughter, so you can take over my seat." And you go, I'll look past your banker blood. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, oh, another one. Another banker shot. And then, and then he goes, uh, he, he also says some joke where he's, he's like, uh, he's like, uh, or, yeah. or, or you get to the bone stripper. 
yeah, he he tells him that, but then he also it's the joke it's the joke where Dan Aykroyd's like, a, and for being a banker, <laughs> like he tells him something. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's some throwaway line. Okay, where he goes, uh, he goes, oh judge, I I I, I appreciate um, you know even though I haven't been the nicest guy in the world, and he goes, and for being a banker. <laughs> yeah. So then, and there, there's a line that uh, Chevy Chase says, like, so it's, you're telling me it's either death or Aldonia. I feel like I've heard that before. Like is in it, another movie, it's yes. death or something else. Yeah, no, de- 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 oh, death. Oh, exactly. Or Aldonia. Oh, I've heard that before somewhere. Hmm. Maybe there were. Re- maybe it was a reference to that, this movie, and it was maybe because I thought that was supposed to be a joke. Also, I'm like, hmm. oh, that's a saying. <laughs> I've never heard of that. No, no. Hmm. So there. So the Digital Underground is going to play the music for the wedding, <laughs> and it's the the <laughs> I. Watching this, I was like, oh, man, my wife should have walked down the aisle at the church to <laughs> sha-la-la, sha-la-la-la, the hip-hop version. Dun-dun-dun-dun. Oh, <laughs> and it's John the, Candy the in a full wedding gown. Yeah. Jesus. Real commitment. So he goes. <laughs> so they're going to get married. And then uh, do you, Aldonia, do you accept, you know, Christopher Thorne? And she goes, mm. Yep. And he goes, uh, and do you, Christopher Thorne, take Aldonia so-and-so to be your lawfully wedded wife? And he's like, Bruh. He was like, what was that? <laughs> what was that? Say it again. Typical Chevy Chase. And he, yeah. goes, and he goes, I do. Yeah. And then they go, congratulations, you're married. And they kiss. And then Digital Underground's leaving. He's like, no, you got to come with me. You got to get out. Get me out of here. And Dagger's like, ah, no, no, just go through the front. Go through the front. And he's like, you fucking banker. <laughs> and he sends him in the bone stripper. And the bone stripper, Chevy Chase gets knocked off. Because it breaks uh, the piston. Conveniently. The piston in the machine broke off. Yeah. So the 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 spinning things separate, and he goes through, and he pops out at the other end, still intact. Yep. Okay. Fantastic. Uh huh. Then his clothes is even ripped. Uh huh. Totally fine. Very effective machine. Hmm. Uh, and now now Demi Moore is now being held um, on the chopping block. <laughs> they chop up. There's six blades. Wait. Yeah. Three, something like six, three of them. Three blades. Yeah. And they're demonstrating by putting watermelon. I'm like, you know, Dan Aykroyd, you don't have to fucking visually show that. We know what the fuck that's yeah, for. Yeah, we, we understand. We understand we, that we've all it's choppy, seen choppy. A, a guillotine. We know how things work. Yeah. So he gets on there and he goes, "Hey, banker, I'll, you come. We'll we'll make a deal. You come and lay in her place, and uh, you you take the you take the yeah. blade for her." And to me, more like, "Ah, oh, save yourself. Get out of here." Uh huh. And then two minutes later, I hope you didn't really get out of here. Save me. <laughs> So he he lights up a he puts a like a towel in a in a oil drum yeah and he lights it and he pushes it down the the hill to to where all those oil drums are and it blows up is this a real thing did MythBusters do this I, I don't know okay it can't be real it, well it's, this movie's on YouTube so I'm definitely <laughs> <laughs> right so there's an explosion which gives them enough time to escape it knocks everybody over uh-huh. uh for a little bit mm-hmm. except it stuns for everyone yeah it's like a flashbang. Mm-hmm. Uh, he runs in, he, t- he frees Demi Moore, and then everybody gets, starts getting back up again. They run, and they they run up a hill, and there's a train going by, so they get on the train, and they escape. And who knows where the train takes them? I'm guessing they're in Washington, D.C. now, because they're, now they're talking to the FBI. And yeah. they drew out, like, a map of the house, and they're like, oh, and there was a trap door here, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This this part, this scene, as it was playing out, I'm thinking again, like, this is also supposed to be hilarious. <laughs> Uh, the way that they're describing it and they're like, oh, they're making it sound super outlandish and they're both talking at the same time. Uh-huh. They cut back to the FBI agents. They're like, well. Oh, I don't know. Right. I forgot to ask you. What was going through your mind when you first saw those babies? Oh, 
Jiggly. Was it too? Was it just? It's everything's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't care. I was, uh, yeah, I was already checked out as far as okay. reality goes. It's okay. like, oh, really? Maestro? One word. Jiggly. <laughs> yeah. So they started running. They see the giant belly bouncing. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Right? Um. So the FBI is like, all right, well, you need to come with us to 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 do a positive yeah uh, to identify identify them, and they're like, whoa, this guy just took off his nose three feet from my face. I I don't need to. And Damon was like, yeah, maybe we should go. No, you don't need to go. No, that's like that's like the chick who <laughs> escaped Hannibal Lecter's well. That's like Clarice is like, okay, we need you to come back with us to that same house to right. identify Buffalo. In Bill. case there's a lot of other people in there. <laughs> Just take everybody in. Everybody in the house, bring them in. <laughs> yeah. That's it. So they bring in like the military and all the FBI and everybody goes in. So they go into the house. But how they get in, if that bridge – remember I told you? Remember the bridge? Oh, yeah. How they get in? Oh. We find out why. Yeah. They oh, drive this, in. This was this was upsetting. This was so upsetting. They drive in and the, and uh, they're like, well, why don't you knock on the door to le- lure them out? They're like, okay. So they go and they knock on the door <laughs> Dan Aykroyd. I admit this was pretty funny. Dan Aykroyd's like he's all hunched over, and Aldonia has like pigtails on. Yeah, and he's like that was fine. Yeah, he's like he's like he's like who are you people? Who are you bothering an old man? They're like it's over, Judge. And yeah. He's like you might want to look behind you. There's a bee's nest, and they turn around, and all the cops at the exact same time Indian are like, Hey, thing. Judge Reeve. That means they all planned this. Yes, to speak this at the exact same time. What the hell? This is so dumb. And he goes, Hey, you can't. You can't uh you can't go through this part of town without running into my friends. Yeah. I I'm sorry I was starting to expect the uh that they were in on it or that at least they were accomplice. Like they were gonna turn around and be like, Okay, well, we're gonna kill you. But hey, Judge Reeves like, why? <laughs> why? Just hanging a light on it. Just like super obvious. Uh-huh. You can just be like, All right, get him, guys. Guys. Oh yeah, that would be good. Get him. Uh huh. He's right here. Give Give me the cuffs. I'll get him. We, we can't let you do that. Why? Because uh, Judge Reed does, does a lot of good for this county. Like, then th- that's a normal way to do it, at least. But you can't be normal in this movie. Yeah, that's what the FBI guy says. He pretty much says, "Uh, uh, his methods are very. Uh, his methods are very. Uh, he says something like that. Yeah. Like his methods are very extreme, but well, they work. We do appreciate what he does for us around here. Yeah, because he is, I guess, eliminating the crime elements. Yeah, he's like the Punisher, sort of. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, like remember in the Punisher War Zone, <laughs> the cops were like, ah, it's Frank Castle. Look yeah. the other way. Yeah, it's just it's a it's a weird comparison. Yeah, I I understand it, but I, that's what happens to Frank Castle after he gets too old. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Starts taking his nose off. So the ground, starts, <laughs> the ground starts shaking, and the coal fire starts finally going off. And it's, oh, everybody run for your life. And the, they drive off in his BMW, which was stripped down <laughs> yeah. to, like, nothing. And they escape. And then uh, it, go, it cuts real quick to Brazil. And we find out what happens to the Brazilians. Yeah. And the brother and sister have John Candy there. And he's the head of the security. And it's also banging the sister. Right. Which I'm sure is making the brother very jealous. Yeah. But he's not. He's cool with them. Right. Which I'm sure is also supposed to get a lot of laughs. Yeah. No. None here. So we find out that John Candy is living the high life in Brazil. And then we cut to back to Chevy Chase's apartment. And they're watching TV. And it's they're watching the, the news. So apparently a bunch of oil came out of this. Yeah. So, that, so the judge is rich now, right? Yeah. Because it's all oil they discovered. Yeah. So like the news lady's like, oh, let's talk to one of the, the citizens who survived this coal fire. And it's the judge. And he goes, uh, oh, we're going to go see our grand, my grandson in New York City. And he finds his license plate. And Chevy's just like, what? And he goes, I'm coming for you, banker. And he goes, yeah. oh, no. And then it ends with 
like in the Looney Tunes cartoons where yeah. Bugs Bunny runs through a wall, but it's the shape of Bugs Bunny. Yes. That's what happens here. Chevy Chase runs through the wall, yep. and it's the shape of Chevy Chase, like, running. It was a fitting end. Yes. Like, to how stupid yes, everything like, was. That makes sense. Uh-huh. Had they done one of those kind of gags at the beginning of the movie, I think the, the rest of it would have been more palatable. <laughs> okay. But it's just like, they weren't, they didn't prepare you at all for anything that was going to happen. And then now it's all happening, and now it's like, okay. So it's like, to me, they didn't buy into the fact that they were being stupid until this very last scene. <laughs> you know, after talking to you guys about this, I realized what, why I turned the movie off when I was a uh-huh. kid. It was the hot dog scene. Yeah, that was really gross, watching him eat that hot dog. Yeah. Yeah, that was Ugh. the reason why I was like, oh, now I remember. It looked like it came from one of the sausage links. It was cut prematurely and never cooked. Uh-huh. I don't think that's the reason why they made it look the way it looked. Right. I'm sure it was a penis joke. Somewhere. So, guys, closing thoughts on Nothing But Trouble, your first time viewing it. I will not be recommending this to anybody, <laughs> even people I despise. I will not make them sit through this. You couldn't believe this was a, I, I said, a movie. No, I can't. I can't believe if, – if, if Dan Gray wants to do one of these kind of things, fine, but then keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. I, I just – I can't – this was released for audiences uh-huh. to consume. Yep. What's going to be upsetting is that this, this probably has a cult following somewhere. There's probably people that really, like, truly enjoy the movie for what it is. <laughs> not, not in an ironic way. Yeah, not, not in a – actually enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Like we'll we'll quote this movie to each other. There's, there's going to be what's it? Nothing to nothing but troubled conventions for these <laughs> kinds of people. I can't. There's 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 nothing redeeming about this movie. Nope, not a thing. Maestro, closing thoughts on nothing but trouble. Uh, this movie um, and talking about it made me realize that I actually had some repressed memories. No. Because I actually watched this movie, and now realizing it, after talking to you and after watching it for the second time in my life, now knowing it was my first, mm-hmm. I, 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 I never, I haven't eaten a hot dog for like a long time <laughs> when I was a kid, and I just start, I just started eating them again because like you know it's easy, it's cheap, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, now I can't eat them anymore again. That's good. Yeah. Well, that was. What about you? What are you, uh, what are you closing? For I us? grew up watching this movie. I. Didn't like it as a kid. It was just always on, and I would just watch it because okay. there was no Netflix or anything back so, then. So you got some nostalgia. So we were stuck. I was stuck watching it because there was nothing else on. Watching it again, it's everything that I remembered. Okay, <laughs> I'm not saying I liked it, but it's it's fucking ridiculous. It is very ridiculous. And I knew watching this, it would piss you off. Very very. Maestro, much. I had a feeling he might have liked it, it but not. Wh- it doesn't sound like it. No no. <laughs> Yeah, I, I kind of it, it just kind of turned me off with the the whole hot dog bit, and it's just it's ridiculous. <laughs> Everything else, man. That was our opinion of the movie. But like I said, at the top of the show, we have lots of them. We have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials. The critics. Oh, this is also going to be upsetting. Oh, uh, maybe not. Um, no critics. I go through top critics on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, so I don't go off off of like Danny's cool blog movie world. Like I don't <laughs> go off those reviews. Okay, I only found one review for this movie, and it was bad. So okay. I'll read for you the entire review. That You know how we get little <laughs> snippets? Like, yeah. the movie could have worked, but this is the full review from Owen Gleiberman of Entertainment Weekly. Okay. It's not long. This is a top critic. The only top critic okay. that got a review on Nothing But Trouble. Great. This is his, wor- his review, his full review. Sheer hell. 
Dan Aykroyd wrote and directed Nothing But Trouble, an elbow in the ribs horror comedy about a pair of highway travelers who are taken prison in a gonzo spook house. The place is resided over by a JP played by Aykroyd under several pounds of latex, an ancient rotting judge who cackles with pleasure as he puts his captives through a variety of low camp sadistic pranks. Most of the jokes are so lame that Chevy Chase can't even be bothered to look nonchalant. A sadder excuse <laughs> for a movie would be hard to imagine. That's his review. All right. Now, the Rotten Tomatoes game. So you're kind of going in blind because you don't have a, a – well, not really blind. Uh, yeah. But, you know, you know you know what to do. Yeah. Now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is the part of the show where I make the guys guess the score of the movie based on a Rotten Tomatoes score. It's a scoring system uh, on average from 0 to 100 amongst critics in the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten. 60 to 84 is fresh and 85 and up is certified fresh. What do you want to guess first, the critics or the audience? Uh, I would recommend the critics first. Okay, that's the critics first. Okay. How low could this be? Anything above a 5% is going to be upsetting. <laughs> Five, okay. We did have a one. At, I forgot what movie. We did have a one. Or oh, a, we, oh, Master Disguise was zero. Oh, okay. Oh, literally. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. I'm going to go zero. Okay. I, I have to, I, <laughs> I, in good conscience, I can't give anything more than zero. Okay. Maestro? Five. 8%. Oh, I'm That's close so stupid. Finally. <laughs> so goddamn stupid. That's probably those blogs that, that, uh. Yeah, yeah. But it, but I'm sure every fucking newspaper in 1991 ripped this apart. Had to have. They just don't have, you know, they don't yeah. have the reviews. The positive reviews are trolls. <laughs> uh, for modern day trolls. There's, there's like a, DanAckroyd.com fan <laughs> base, whatever, or John Candy's the best. Speaking of which, now it's time for the audience. God damn it. <laughs> it's it's going to get points just because of the cast. Because mm-hmm. remember last week, I, I didn't tell you anything about the movie. All I said was it stars Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd, John Candy, and Demi Moore. And your eyes lit up like, really? I've never yeah, heard of this? Right. Oh, my God. 3%. Okay. Ooh. Maestro. That's being generous. I'm being very For generous. The audience. Okay. J- just because of the star power. That's okay. it. Ten percent. Forty-one percent. The look on Adam's face—if you guys at home could see it—he looks so just beaten up. Like he wants to quit. Is it time to end the show, Adam? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Do you know what it is? Ironic hipsters. Oh, this fucking movie. It's so dumb. It's cool. Are you serious? Penis nose? Ha- and you think it's cool? It has to be hipsters, dude. Oh it's God. so ironic it works. That has to be their men- mentality. Yeah, you know it was underrated? Nothing but trouble. <laughs> but trouble. I mean, I mean, John Candy, he's great, right? Dan Aykroyd, <laughs> great. Chevy Chase, great. I mean, how could you be bad with that? Oh, my God. He look, Adam looks so defeated right now. 41. There's double digits, man. I don't, I, Beyond double digits. I don't understand what we're doing here anymore. Plus 10. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I gave the option of being at least 10. And it went way above Yeah. Me. No, I'm mad at you for that, too. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Double digits. Too high. I'm optimistic. Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. Paul Giamatti's been oh. in a lot of our movies. And since we all love him, we decided to ask, what role would Giamatti have had in this movie? So remember the rule. You're taking someone out. Aykroyd? Aykroyd. For sure. All the roles Aykroyd did. Yeah. Judge. He would have been a good judge. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. Maybe if he played it straight, as in no makeup, just it's just Giamatti. Yeah, Giamatti, maybe some aging, but some not, aging makeup, yeah, but, yeah, but not but, like this. No, no, where he has no nose. <laughs> wow. Well, okay, I have a question. If yeah. he has no nose, what? Who? <laughs> why would? What would be putting a penis on the? Oh, I get it now. What, what is it? Well, no, I don't get it, but I still get it. Oh, you get why it's funny? 
No, I get it why he did it, but I don't get it why it's fun. I don't get it why he did that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, why do you think he did it? Well, because he was he, he's trying to make it like this whole sadistic prank thing mm. for the people that he goes over, right? And it's just a it's just a false nose. He could actually have a normal nose for whenever he was or whatever he's doing. Is it possible that maybe this like uh, what my show was saying? This was a bet that Dan Aykroyd, Chevy Chase, you guys are so great. You think you can make anything and people will watch it? Like, yeah. How about, all right, make the worst thing you can possibly think of. We'll put it out and we'll see if people still watch it. That's a good transition, Adam, because now <laughs> it's time for trivia. Remember oh, I said in trivia, <laughs> I was going to explain why. Okay. Like, all movie. right. Okay. This is part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. Chevy Chase did not like the script, but took the leading role because he wanted to work with his friend Dan Aykroyd and thought that they could impro- improve the movie by improvising. Huh. Okay. Nope. Uh, I can imagine that actor like, don't improvise. I got gold here. All right. Let's just stick with, stick with the script. This is already going to be good. No, keep on going. I want to hear what, what, what's going on here. Dan Aykroyd described the problem of having an obvious old-time Western set for shots of a town. Remember? It looked like just a straight, like, yeah. backlot Western town. Yeah. They solved it by painting a yellow line down the middle and not lighting the buildings as much as possible. <laughs> That's how they try to make it look modern. And finally, I think... I don't know how you're gonna take this. Uh-oh. This movie is based on Dan Aykroyd's personal experience. In what? 1978, he was pulled over for speeding in a rural town in the Northeast U.S. The police officer took him to the local justice justice of the peace in the middle of the night for the trial. What? So he <laughs> took this. <laughs> so he actually lived through this. I'm sure he wasn't trapped in the house, but that idea of what oh came from what God. happened to him when he was younger. Wow. Uh, another, th- this isn't trivia, but I just want to read this to you. Uh, the film won the 1991 Razzie Award for Worst Supporting Actor for Dan Aykroyd and was nominated for five others. So it was nominated six times, only won once. Oh, here are the movies it was nominated for. Oh, here are the categories it was nominated for. Worst Picture, which lost to Hudson Hawk. Oh, no! What, what the fuck? <laughs> Hold on. What the fuck? Okay, Hudson Hawk is not the best movie, but goddammit, is it better than this movie? Hold on, let me look up Hudson Hawk's um, Ron Tomato score. So this was at eight, right? Lo- huh. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> I can't, I can't make words. It's like today is just like this whole like plethora of nothing but trouble for you. Huh? I don't understand things. <laughs> okay, Hudson Hawk is twenty six percent on Ron Tomatoes. Oh my god, critics. Yes. Okay. Audience, 57%. Oh, thank God. So, okay. But it's still lost? Yes. No, ah. uh, there's more categories, Adam. <laughs> Worst actress, Demi Moore, who lost to Sean Young for A Kiss Before Dying. I don't know what that is. Uh. Worst supporting actress, John Candy in Drag, also lost to Sean Young in A uh, uh, Kiss for Dying. Worst director, Aykroyd, lost to Michael Lehman for Hudson Hawk. And worst screenplay, also lost to Huds- Hudson Hawk. Wait, Michael Lehman? Yeah, is, is that is that Bruce Willis' partner or the? He's, uh, he's the director of the movie. Of Hudson, he directed Hudson Hawk. Oh, he lost to he lost it to Hudson Hawk, and the worst screenplay also went to Hudson Hawk. Check this out. Oh my god! The film was also nominated for a Saturn Award for Best Makeup, but it lost to Science of the Lambs. Oh god, yes, of course, right? Uh, finally. Money makes the world go round. We want to put this film in perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for this movie, $40 million. Oh, my God. 40 Let me put this in perspective. Movie, Science of the Lambs, also released the same year. $15 million to make. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <sighs> 2 
Part Two, where they have yeah. Toka and Razor yeah. and Super Shredder, twenty five million. What the hell? So this was forty million. I'm guessing it's the house and all the junk and all the shit they had to build, all the Rube Goldberg shit. That's my guess. Ah, uh, ninety one, nineteen ninety one. Forty million dollars just to make the set, probably or fill it. At yeah, least. that's what I'm saying. It had there's and no the CGI. Bone it had, it was all practical oh, effects and the femur maker also. <laughs> the junkyard, the explosion. This it had to have gone all that. I know the, uh, the effects usually take the most of the money. Practical effects cost a lot more. Yeah, like actual makeup, actual co- um, like latex and stuff. Yeah. So forty million. Give me your guess for its total worldwide gross. I don't have a foreign box office number, so you're strictly going off of its domestic gross. Uh, so how much did it make in the U.S.? That's I'm, I'm, I'm still reeling from everything that's, that I've been hearing up to this point. Uh, you say uh, 40? You say, that's his budget, yeah. All right. Uh, nine. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Okay. Uh, I'm not going double digits, <laughs> goddammit. I'm going to go double digits. Uh-huh. I'm going to go 27. It made $8 million. Yeah! <laughs> Finally! Even that's too much, by the way. It made a fifth of its budget. Damn. Oh. This film debuted in eighth place <laughs> on the weekend of February 15th, 1991, with $3.9 million, Eighth place. Oh. Number one that week, making its theatrical debut, Silence of the Lambs. Mm. So everybody went to go see that. Good choice. And they were like, nothing but trouble? Ah, no. No, no. <laughs> According to Box Office Mojo, this is the 11th highest grossing film in the category Travelogue slash New Jersey, which are movies <laughs> set predominantly in New Jersey. Number one is Copland, the Stallone movie okay. about cops who live in Jersey. Number two is Just Friends, that Ryan Reynolds comedy where he's in a fat suit. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So not a lot of Jersey movies yeah. that make a lot of money. But they made a category about it. Yeah. So, so wait, so that means there's eight movies made in Jersey. The this was the eleventh. So oh, that means so they made 11. at least eleven. Okay, they made 11. Jersey set movies. Good God. Finally, <laughs> Nothing But Trouble was the one hundred and fifth highest grossing film of nineteen ninety one. Number one, Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Okay, I'll just read you some a couple little. Yes, please remind Fun remind list. me the good movies still exist. Number one was ter- Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Number four was Silence uh, of the Lambs. Uh, yeah, yeah. Number six was Hook. All right. Number seven go. was Adam's Family. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number ten was The Naked Gun Two and a Half. All right. Yeah. All right. I, I feel like I'm back in reality now. Okay. Good. Reality doesn't exist for you anymore. You I, live with me. No, I, I, I honestly got. I was thinking like this can't. This, something's not right. So there's that. Nothing's. Ah. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Quick, quick. Someone get the police or the ambulance. Adam's lost a blood vessel. Is the very last one. Oh, my God. Adam, I watched this movie for free on YouTube. (laughs) Where else can you watch it? You should only watch it on YouTube. (laughs) But if you want to buy a good movie or rent a good movie. If you want to buy Science of the Lambs, we brought that up a few times. Or, God damn it, Hudson Hawk. You go to to Amazon and you watch Hudson Hawk. Buy Hudson Hawk. It's, uh, I understand Bruce Willis fandom, whatever, who cares. But still, I still enjoy the movie for what it is. Uh, by the way, possibly the first time I ever heard Sinatra was in Hudson Hall. Oh, okay. But, anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, go to Amazon. <laughs> I'm still, I'm trying to process a lot of things right jittery, now. Huh? Yeah. Uh, go to Amazon.com, but, oh, go to our website first. Mm-hmm. Don't go to Amazon.com. Go to our website, click on the banner, it takes you to Amazon, do your shopping, buy some Hudson Hawk, get Silence of the Lambs, uh, Terminator 2, all the, yeah, hook. these are all, Hook, Hook, yes! All the good stuff from 1991. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. We need to... Not by this. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, but anything you do get on Amazon uh, doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps support the show. We get a little uh, kickback. Yep. That's 1991's Nothing But Trouble, directed, starring, produced, and written by Dan Aykroyd. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoilers Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please write and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we'll watch it before any other requests. Next week, we're watching a real movie, right, Adam? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> at least a more real-ish yes. movie. We're watching 1999's The Mummy with Brendan Fraser because the uh, new Tom Cruise Mummy movie is coming out, which I'm really pumped up for. I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. You are? Yeah. I heard heard there's a lawsuit. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I'll tell them more on the show later next time. Okay. Hmm. Well, we're doing this one because the the, – you know how I hate all these superhero movies now because they're building all these worlds and cinematic universes? Well, Universal said their cinematic universe – for all these monster movies, the dark universe. So they want to make them action-packed. Okay. So this isn't the first time they made a mummy movie action-packed. Right. It was Brandon Fraser's 1999 mummy. Yeah. All four of them. Because back in the day, the mummies were just walking around slowly like uh-huh. Michael Myers. Yep. So we wanted to watch 1999's The Mummy mm-hmm. to get you ready, put you back in that mummy action mode. So that way when <laughs> we go to see Tom Cruise's mummy yeah you're in that right mindset of like action and shit blowing up and the sand turning in the the sand um becoming a face yeah the sand wall yeah this tom this tom cruise one has that same shot what is it, it the, there's like sand going through london yeah. and oh, it's, yeah. it's her face oh yeah. beautiful yeah so check out the mummy uh quick question yeah uh did you intentionally choose when i am taking a break from drinking to make me watch this movie. Nothing but trouble? No, it was all coincidence. Okay. Because it was like three weeks ago, and we saw an empty, I saw an empty spot, and I'm like, I think they're going to enjoy this. I, I've been doing okay, but I, I, I really, really want to drink right now. <laughs> I just want to forget. I want to forget. <laughs> it, well, I watched it when I was a kid. It took me years to forget. Okay. I feel like when we do the spoilies in a couple weeks... Uh, yeah, we're eight away from the spoilers. Oh, wow. That's right. I feel like when we're going through that, Adam, you're, you're going to be like, nothing but trouble. What was that? I, I certainly hope so. <laughs> no, you're going to remember this <laughs> forever. I know you will. <laughs> I can dream. If you think about it this way, what do you remember about uh, Master of Disguise? I remember too much about it. Well, then you're, that's exactly yeah. what you're going to feel God about this it. one. Yep. Yeah. I, I remember being extra upset that Data was part of it. Mm, yeah. Because I didn't know that growing up. I didn't know who Data was, really, when I first saw Master of Disguise. Brett Spinner? No, I know. I knew who he was. I just, I, I could, I didn't place it. Now I was able to place it, and that was very disheartening. Before we leave, which one do you think is worse, Nothing But Trouble or Master of Disguise? I still say Master of Disguise. I agree. <sighs> that's, that's real tough. <laughs> it's, it's a real tough one for okay. me. Really? Because really? they're bad in different directions. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I, I, I need to process more of what's happened today. Okay. And then I'll get back to you. Well, just let that simmer. <laughs> so watch uh, The Mummy. 1999's The Mummy. And until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Maestro. I'm Adam. Adam.